Welcome to the Gratitude Cafe, positive radio to feed your soul. Your dynamic host and founder, Sue Lundquist, will bring you her own intuitive talents and gifts for co-creating, healing, and teaching. Her show, The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul, is focused on bringing you to a higher place each week where you can leave the hustle of life at the door. So pull up a chair and join us for The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul. Good morning, everybody. Hello, Pacific Northwest. Benny, good morning, lovely. Top of the morning to you, Sue. How's the Pacific Northwest? Uh, it's pretty good. Sun's kind of peeking through. Uh, it's going to shade up a little bit later. We got a lot of wind coming in, but uh, everyone uh, just be safe out there. Be safe. <laughs> Mind your P's and Q's. We are live in the Pacific Northwest <laughs> or on AM 1150. We are also goofing off on YouTube. So if you want to join us over there, all you got to do is just pop online internationally i know we've got sweden we got mexico we got switzerland hello i love you guys thank you so much for tuning in and um of course for the podcast world you can go to uh, itunes and soundcloud and all that good juiciness and if you'd like a copy of the show and some free goodies that i offer of course sign up for the newsletter get on the list and that's it sue Lundquist. well wait a minute triple w suelundquist.com forward slash newsletter. I almost forgot what I was saying. <laughs> my brain is still trying to catch up with me today or it's my body. I'm not quite sure what's happening. <laughs> I need to go sweat. That's that's it. Amanda and I were talking about that. We need to go sweat and get the yayas out. What are we talking about today? Well, we are going to talk to Amanda um, see, there goes the last name, Benny. It's Monier. No worries. Monier. <laughs> I know, Benny. <laughs> it's like the French, you know? You like yeah, the French. Uh, you might remember it now, eh? I know this. Yes. Well, we're going to talk about overcoming oneself. We're going to talk about fears. We're going to talk about self-sabotage. We're going to talk about mindset. We're going to talk about law enforcement to energy healer. That right there got me pretty curious and excited because that's a complete contrast. And of course, I love the contrast. I love those conversations and educating. So Amanda joins us and she's she's got quite a bit going on, guys. And we're going to talk about energy. We're going to talk about mindset because you guys know I love a good mindset conversation and getting us over our fears and our limiting beliefs and all that juiciness. Let me give you a little background about Amanda, and then we're going to bring her on so you guys can feel her energy and get to know her personally. So Amanda is an energy healer and a mindset coach. She is in California currently, and she knows she was put on this earth to support people in waking up, remembering who they are. Amanda empowers, empowers her clients and helps them heal from the inside out, break ancestral patterns. Ooh, that's going to be a juicy conversation and shift into the fullest embodiment of who they are on a soul level. It's a juicy soul conversation today. Hi, welcome, Amanda. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very happy to be here this morning with you guys. Yes. Okay. So of course I did the bio short and sweet. We want to get to know you. Talk to us about your backstory how you went from law enforcement to energy healing, to yoga, to mind, body, all of this yummy stuff. I'm going to let you take the lead. Yeah, it's been an interesting last about seven years. I was in law enforcement for about six years. It was 
when I first started, I, it was a probation, I was a probation officer. So when I first started, I was like, oh, this is the career. I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. Like I loved it. And a couple years in, I had a, like a spiritual awakening and I just started questioning everything that I was ever told. I was just like, okay. I, I even when I was a little girl, I was like, there's just gotta be more to life. There's something that I'm not being told that I could just feel it like within. I was like, there's just something more than like the day-to-day monotony that everybody participates in. And like, there's just something more expansive out there. And I couldn't quite put my finger on it. Cause I was never really, it wasn't like fostered as like a, you go within and you follow your passion and all those sorts of things. <laughs> you go in and it can be scary and there's lots of things in there, oh, but yeah. do it anyways. <laughs> oh yes, absolutely. So yeah. I, yeah, so I had um, a, it, it actually stemmed from a really uh, painful breakup and had the spiritual awakening. And so I just started, it's kind of, I started um, looking for all the things um you know, books and courses, like anything I could get my hands on where I could get a little, some answers Yeah. <laughs> of like, what was going on? Why was all this stuff coming up within me? Why was I feeling all this pain? How, like, how could I shift it? And so it just started this journey for me of, it was like kind of this external search that turned inward. And, and then I just started kind of to understand things a little bit more at a level of, you know, heart and soul alignment. And we can maybe get into that a little bit later and just kind of, you know, how I found it to be just so powerful in my life. And I ended up leaving my career in law enforcement. I quit and, um, long story short, I, there were some twists and turns along the way, but I sold my home. I, I moved from the city that I I've lived in my whole life down to, um, to Southern California. Cause I'd always just felt drawn to this area, orange County area. So I moved and I started my business and it's just been like, my whole life has changed. And it's just been so interesting to see how I've been able to co-create that with with God, with the universe. And it's just been, you know, it hasn't all been perfect and (laughs) sunshines and, you know, rainbows and things, but (laughs) I wouldn't have it any other way. That's for sure. Oh my gosh. Totally. Yeah. When, uh, and let's have that conversation about change and evolution. And I like the language that you use heart and soul alignment. That's beautiful. And I know when, uh, and the audience knows this when I I don't want any more grizzly bears, let's do it in butterflies. And I make the agreement with the universe. Actually, I call it Gus, God, universe, source, spirit, whatever you want. I love that. I love that because we all use different things to label the same thing, right? Humans love to label stuff. (laughs) Yeah. The label. And it's for me, it's just an adjective to describe. So people know, you know, there's, there's such an emotional charge when you use specific words. I'm not, it's, it could be purple chopsticks. If you want to believe in that, we're good to go. Where I was going with this is having the conversation. Let's walk through that change because there's a lot of change happening in the world right now. How can we encourage and keep people strong and, and full of their, you know, redefining their will willpower, right? Yeah. So you're correct. There's so much going on. And I can even speak from this past month, October was a very, very challenging month for a lot of people, myself included. Ditto. So <laughs> it, yeah, it's like the way that I've come to understand it um, from the guidance that's been shown to me and from my experience is what's happening right now on the planet is all the density, all the lies are coming to the surface right now. 
And so this is happening at a collective level as well as an individual level. So, you know, people can refer to it as a collective dark night of the soul, whatever, it, whatever, you know, resonates, but it's happening on both of those levels. And if everything on our external is just a reflection of what's going on on the inside, it's just, we can look at it in, in a more empowered way. And so for me last month, I I'm like, and I've been doing, you know, my healing work for about seven years now. And I don't think there was a day where I didn't cry. And the one thing that I have learned through all of this is because sometimes I'm like, it's like all these layers and all these stories and all these illusions and the identity structures that have we've lived with for so long that aren't actually truly our essence is what's the stuff that's coming up. And that's why things feel so uncomfortable right now. And so to answer your question, the suggestion I would, would give is to allow this stuff to come up that's coming up and to acknowledge it. And sometimes that's so simple that it takes like that simple thing is what actually removes that charge. Because when we neutralize these dense, heavy emotions and these things going on, because again, if it's like, we're looking at something on the outside and it's activating something within us, or it's triggering us, it's, it's, if it's activating something with you, it's in your body. And that thing with on the outside is just simply showing you an aspect of what you have going on on the inside. And it, it doesn't have to be right or wrong. It's just what's coming up. And so when we can see it from a place of love and compassion, like we would treat a child, we can move through these things in a different way rather than fighting against them or forcing something to, to happen or, or um, you know, where we're still kind of not acknowledging the lie, the thing that isn't actually us, because this journey really is just about a remembrance of who we are at a heart and soul level, like as that divine being, as our true essence. And that's just kind of how it's been shown to me um, and how I've been able to kind of navigate this time a little bit um, easier and just allow, you know, because emotions are just moving energy. So we're conditioned to be so afraid and myself included in the past. Like, I'm like, I didn't want to see that stuff because it was so painful, but the way that we can move through it and release it is by just simply allowing what is showing up in the present moment and, and just moving through that rather than trying to fight it. Oh, love it. Yes. You're speaking my language, sister. <laughs> speaking my language audience. Did you guys hear that? So there's emotions and things that come up and we've had this conversation before that allowing them and first even backing up, trusting within yourself of that vulnerability and creating that space for you. And if there's people around you that you don't feel safe, don't be doing that with those people, right? Doing that, meaning releasing those energies because there could be judgment, there could be all kinds of other emotions and energetic frequencies and entanglements that are happening there. And radical acceptance, you know, really take an honest awareness to what's happening in your life. And like you were talking about, Amanda, just releasing the energies, energies, aka the emotions that are coming up. Fears like crying, oh God, last month was crazy for oh. me. Yes. <laughs> I felt like I had the weight of everything on me, literally physically, because I'm, mm -hmm. I'm pretty fit and my energy is pretty good. It was so thick, so dense. And I'm just like, Bleh! like a mud thing. It was just, it was so crazy. And I'm still shaking it off. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm with you. Oh, <laughs> I feel I'm, it too. I'm like, and, and I, we could have this conversation too, October and November 
the veil is quite thin. Absolutely. Yeah. So there's a lot of transitions and there's a lot of people, you know, it's, yeah, there's a lot of moving energy and that full moon was crazy, but I segued a little bit. So Amanda, let's great tips and tools and going back to, what was it? The, you, I, it was something in your chart, not your chart. Look at me. I'm um, the heart and soul alignment. I want to talk about that, but talk to, oh, breaking ancestral patterns. That's what mm -hmm. I wanted to talk about. Well, one, describe what that is. So the audience is like, what do you mean ancestral pattern? I was just having this conversation with a, a friend of mine um, who's visiting and we were talking about, I've got three daughters and I know, and I've, and I've raised them saying, Hey, you picked me. We have a contract. We're doing this, whatever this is. And it can be quite painful, but there are things that were, and I, I learned just as much from them as they do from me. Yes. I was put in this earth to be their mother this time, but I'm also learning a lot about myself and come on, raising three girls. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> yeah. 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 So the generational ancestral programming and, and I think like you mentioned, like the veil is so thin. And I think some of this stuff is just the, maybe like the intensity of the work we had to do in the past. Like, it's just, it's just all coming up right now. Like it's, yeah. we're being so supported in, in healing this. So don't feel like you have to like, you know, get off this um, call and show after you listen and go like, you know, figure out all these patterns because it's simply not the case. But um, yeah, it's a very interesting and fascinating subject because research has gone back and traced um, I, I had, it was seven years, but then recently I've actually heard it can go back 12 generations. I think it can go back way further. So the way I kind of like to explain these is, is energetic software programs, if you will. So it's stuff that gets passed down in our energy field, and it can be in the form of memories, events, it's in our cells, it's in our DNA. It's just running in the background. And I've actually found these to be much easier to clear than our own traumas because it's like they were never really ours in the first place. So when I am in sessions with clients and stuff like this comes up, I, it's actually like, usually it's kind of like very easy for it to just be let go of. Cause there's not yeah. those attachments to it. Yeah. Like the emotional charge that yes. came, yeah. The chemical yeah. reactions. Cause they're like, wait a minute, what, what, what's that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it, these patterns and programmings and you can see it even at a foundational level like families and culture for example like you oh, see totally. certain cultures behaving in similar ways or a lot of it around like money stuff and love stuff like even in those like categories but like down at like a deeper level it's just this this energy that's been passed down that you've inherited and sometimes they pre things present themselves sometimes they don't it's like kind of, I guess, if you have that like nature nurture conversation, but I just think it's, it's a combination of all of it because we have these, um, you know, let's, let's say for example, like you had grandfather, great grandfather, they were in like the depression, there was a lot of poverty and they experienced that. And it was something that was so charged and it was so profound in their life that it almost kind of dictated every aspect of the life. And then they have children and then that energy signature gets passed down into the cells, into the DNA, into the memory systems. And it, you know, there's no telling exactly how it's going to show up for each individual person because there are sometimes th certain things don't affect certain people in the same way or right. all the time, but these things get passed down. And then we may have these programmings running in the background and we're like, I don't understand why, like I, you know, I can call money in, but it goes out faster than, you know, I can like yeah, get it in my bank account. 
and there's no really reason for it, but these things can, can actually be a part of the way we function in the world. And so it's almost like, because we want one mono personality just running the show. And that is at the end of the day, like our divine essence, our higher self, however you want to label it. And what happens is we get these different parts that almost that they break off from the main personality. So it can be due to trauma. It can be due to different experiences. And so what this does is when we're work, it was when we're in um, like creation mode and we're wanting to create in certain things and call certain things and manifest certain things, we might take two steps forward to take two steps back because we have these two parts fighting against each other. We have these other- Gas pedal on, gas pedal yes. on. Yes, oh yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Please continue. I'm sorry, love, go. Yeah, no, that was um, kind of the end of that thought. Oh, but okay. It's just um, one of these things where we can actually use- our higher self, which is a field of information, like if there is something we're wanting to call in and create and identify these patterns and, and release these at the root, because we don't want to, we want to be, you know, affirmations, all those things are great. But at the end of the day, if we have an identity structure that is the foundation has been built on, we can say all day, I'm abundant, I'm abundant. But if we have the identity and the structure that has this deeper stuff and we're not pulling it out at the roots, we're just going to, again, it's just kind of, we're spinning our wheels. Right. Right. Talk to me, walk me through a process with a client, for example. Yeah. So I, I love conscious creation, the idea of conscious creation. So for everyone listening to you're not broken, you don't need to be fixed. That's the first thing I always yeah. tell people because there's even in the personal development world, there's a lot of um, things around like there's, you know, um, where people are like, oh, you know, you sabotage. I don't truly believe anybody actually wants to sabotage themselves. I think that it's because we have these things going on in the background and the unconscious that it's like, we're not even fully aware of what we're doing. Like most of us Absolutely. get into the car we yeah. don't think about the, yeah. you know, all the things like we did the first time we drove a car that we're, you know, doing and to get from A to B, we just do it now. Right. Yep. So it's kind of the same thing. And so again, the main thing is you're not broken. You don't need to be fixed. So we get into the creation and that container of what is it that you choose just because you'd love to have it, that heart and soul alignment. That's because I truly don't believe we have those desires for no reason but we also create or have created resistance. And oftentimes the resistance is just simply at the time it was, we were doing the best we could with the tools we had, and we're just trying to keep ourselves safe. You know, there are a lot of people who've experienced immense amounts of trauma and it's the unconscious ego, you know, the whole being the physical body, the nervous system. Because at the end of the day, if we don't feel safe, like that's foundational. If we don't feel safe, our nervous system's on overdrive. Like we, we have all kinds of things we have to address so that we can get like even the energetic systems working properly. So we're not in that fight or flight mode We're we're actually able to, to do, to, to create. So that's kind of step one. But when we get into conscious creation, it's like, okay, what do you choose? What would you love to have? And some of like the main things are just simply a life that you love, like health and vitality. Like we can't do anything in this physical realm without our physical body. We have to, we have to cultivate health. So there can be, you know, whatever it is that you want to create, whether it's, you know, you want to call in soulmate love. And so it's choosing what it is and getting into the frequency in the here and now 
And because the, the body and the mind don't actually know the difference between when we're getting into those frequencies, you can create that emotional response and teach your body that it's safe to have it. This is what it feels like. And so you've been there before when it actually shows up in the physical. So the, like the energy work part is simply just releasing the resistance to being able to just flow towards your manifestations, your desires and take inspired action. And one thing I want to point out is it's just, I, it's just so important to be in the present, right? So we're doing this work, but we're also not like so far into the future that we're not enjoying the now, because then it's like, we're putting out those silent instructions that the now is not good enough. But if time actually isn't linear, then we can experience anything we want in the present. And so if we look at it from that perspective, then it's, it kind of shifts that whole piece and we can be present. So the energy work, like I had mentioned, it, it just depends on what's coming up for that person, but we can use the, the higher self of that person. One thing I'm, I'm super passionate about is empowering people to remember their own greatness. I'm not, I'm simply a guide. I'm simply a mentor because it's really about coming back within to who you are and, and remembering at those deeper levels and layers, like what it is you want to experience in this life. And it's just so powerful when we can start to tap into that a little bit. And I get it. Like I, I even from the last, like last month and what I went through, like the density comes up. And, and one thing that really helped me is just knowing that I don't need to um, search for all these things. It's like, what's showing up right now in this moment for me to be doing? Or like controlling, contracting, right? Yeah. yeah. You don't have to go 10 steps ahead. It's like, what's showing up right now? What's right in front of you to do right now? So um, yeah, so those are, yeah, a couple couple ways and things that um, I, I do work with my clients on as far as moving through moving through some of that density, releasing that density through their own connection to God, source, universe. Um so that they can just take inspired action because we also, there are, there's also inspired action component. We can't just sit on a couch all day and expect that, you know, the soulmate of our dreams is going to show up. Right. Yeah. You <laughs> I mean, maybe he's the Amazon delivery man. I don't know, but um, you know, so it's just a combination of all those things. But once we get to the point to where we're learning that we are we're like little human magnets and we're conscious creators. We're a unique expression of God, of source. And then it's like, we just can, again, going back to what I mentioned earlier about releasing the density, releasing all the lies, all the stories, because those mm. things actually just simply aren't you. Those are just things you subscribe to, like I said, maybe to keep yourself safe or for whatever was going on to get you through like that is your, or your perception of, you know, things that were going on in your life. And most times they're picked up when we're, when we're younger, when we're children. And so we actually, we, we can simply just release those and embody more of who we are at that soul level. Yeah. I can hear the audience going, what do you mean? Just release them, just release it. Don't worry about it. Just let it go. I've had this conversation with other colleagues and friends and clients myself, and it is, it's you're, you've got to release your addiction to what is happening, you know, because you're, it, it, whether it's drama, whether it's fear, whatever the it, the adjective is that's happening, you've got to release that. And then they'll say, well, what do you, what do you mean? I'm a, my body's addicted to the chemical that's being released. And I'm like, well, 
it's proven by science. There's a chemical that's happening in your body. Good, you know, the good chemicals. We want the feel good chemicals happening in the body, not the, not the icky stuff, yeah. but your body, regardless, your body's addicted to it because there's oh, a yeah. chemical response that's happening when you're in fear, fight or flight. We know that one in a hot second, when you're aroused, you know, the brain's aroused, sexual arousal, whatever, you're getting a chemical reaction. When you work out, you get the endorphins. There's a chemical neurological, there's a whole mess of things happening. I know for myself, I want the good, good juice. Do you want the good juice? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I do. <laughs> and yes. I don't want people to feel like, oh gosh, like where they're making it sound so easy. I'm not going to lie to you. Like I, it has been a process. Like, this, oh God, yeah. this is yeah. not for the faint of heart. Like I'm not here sitting here pretending like I haven't been in the work. Like I mentioned earlier, like October for me was just again, but it was like this place of surrender to where I was like, okay, God, I don't have all the answers. Like I, I clearly like for me, my, my core wound was all around abandonment. Like I, oh, I had yeah. this deeply rooted abandonment wound, my parents divorced when I was young and it continued to show up in every single one of my romantic relationships. I read something oh. the other day that it was like, if you don't heal your childhood wounds, your romantic relationships, or your just relationships in general, will show them to you and basically be like, here you and go. And keep here showing go. up. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I don't want yeah. any of that. Yeah. yeah. I know. So, yeah. I've said that for years. No, I want to heal. Yes. And, um, drop the bag the metaphoric and the energy bag because there are you're carrying around these bags with you and you you hear people get sick and we, we can totally start going into that conversation because when you're carrying energetic bags and fears and emotions that's going to manifest into something into your 3d body right it's going to it, something's going to happen it's inflammation. It's stress. Everybody's inflamed. I mean, we can have that conversation. I know I'm inflamed. Oh, I gotta absolutely. go. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. There's a huge conversation around that. All right, Benny, let's take a quick commercial break. And we come back, we're going to keep talking to Amanda. We're going to go a little deeper into soul alignment. We're going to walk more into change, all that kind of juicy stuff. And we come back, I'll let you know how to get a hold of her. She's uh, in California, but I'm, I'm guessing that you take clients all over the world. Oh yeah. I'm all yeah. online. Yep. All love, online. Love the Zoom. <laughs> yeah. Energy healing mindset coach. I feel like I'm talking to myself. I love this conversation. <laughs> I love it. All right. We will be right back. We're going to take a quick commercial break. And I guess I told you all that we're going to be live on, um, where are we? Not uh, YouTube world. That's where we're going. We're going to noodle over there. Okay, Benny. Much flotsam and jetsam will leave in our wake. You'll appreciate Hey guys, Sue Lundquist here with the Gratitude Cafe. Yes, that's positive radio to feed your soul. You know what? Give me 20 minutes and I'm going to give you a lifetime of change. Learn to manage your mind. It's just you, just version 2.0. You hear me say it on the radio, new thoughts, new ideas, new perspective, and it's a new you. Let's have a conversation and stop your spinning. 206-300-2227. You've been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. You have to carefully monitor your health for the rest of your life. And you have an increased risk of developing cardiovascular disease. Cut. Take two. Action. You've been diagnosed with a new purpose to fight for the amazing life you made for yourself. 
to look that risk of heart disease square in the face and say, no, not me. You've been given a new opportunity to live. Get started at nodiabetesbyheart.org. It's time that you are heard, and I don't mean in just a conversation. I mean really heard. Imagine hosting your very own radio program on Alternative Talk 1150. Talk about being heard. Call 425-653-1150 right now to learn how affordable it can be to host your own radio show. Time slots are going fast, so take hold of this chance by dialing 425-653-1150. Alternative Talk, we have an opportunity waiting just for you. Hi, this is Dr. Joe Dispenza. I wanted to take a moment and let you know about a nonprofit organization called Give to Give. The Give to Give Foundation was created by a group of people who have studied my work or have participated in my workshops around the world. And by applying the principles of mind over matter and the mind-body connection, they've created outstanding changes in their lives or in their health, and they wanted to give back. The organization is dedicated to providing the proper resources to those people in need to gain the opportunity to learn exactly how to change their body or their lives. If you want to learn more about the Give to Give Foundation, or you know someone that needs help, or you simply want to make a donation, visit givetogive.com. Those who give don't always know how to love. Those who love always know how to give. Thank you. Alternative Talk 1150. It's good for what ails you. This statement has not been evaluated by the FDA. Whether or not we got what it takes, much flotsam and jetsam will leave in our wake. You'll appreciate that there's no turning back. Hey, welcome back, Radio World, Podcast World, and uh, YouTubers. We were chatting with Amanda. We were were having a really good conversation um, about staying conscious and also what it it was toxic positivity on YouTube. But let's have that conversation so the Radio World can hear that because that's important. Meaning if you're in the heart-wrenching breakup, you don't have to be super positive. You can go into that fear. You can go into crying and feel that pain. What I would like to have and and to address and kind of noodle around with us in the audience is there's so many people, and I'm I'm guilty of this as, as for myself, if you're not, if you don't feel safe, and if you're not in an environment where you can feel safe or vulnerable, you're going to shut it down. You're just going to keep burying it, keep holding that bag. Let's walk people through that conversation, help them overcome that. Let's drop that bag. Let's be vulnerable. Let's be sad. Let's be upset and not feel shame or guilt because I'm feeling bad, right? <laughs> you know, it's a cyclical, icky cycle. Yeah, because the, when we were kind of chatting about this before the break, but when we hold that stuff inside of our body, those frequencies are in our body. And we had even kind of touched on like some of the body stuff because everything is layered on top of each other. Like there is no coincidences around if you're having physical body ailments and there's unresolved emotional stuff in your body. So for example, 
um, bacteria and viruses resonate with the frequencies of guilt, shame, and unworthy. They are Velcro to one another. And so, you know, people who have a lot of physical body ailments, that always tells me something. And it's, it's all tied together. And so, because again, going back to like, it's just moving energy. And yeah, it feels really crappy sometimes, but, or, you know, depending on what you're going through, like it, it the, the dense emotions don't feel good but it's fleeting and then it neutralizes, but there's, and I, and I, again, this is for both men and women, but I, I feel like even there's like stigma around men crying and being able to, you know, show that vulnerability and open up. And so it's like, okay, stuff it, stuff it, stuff it. And a really good example that one of my mentors gave to me was when we have a physical body illness, like we take time off work, right? We are told you can, you know, you sleep and you hang out and you rest. But when we have like an emotional thing come up, it's like, mm, just shove it in, like put your big girl pants on, your big boy pants yeah. on and like yeah. put one foot in front of the other and it's fine. Like you need to just like get to work, handle it, you know, or or do something to take your mind off it and stuff. But it's like, if you haven't- uh, The actually, art of distraction or denial. Yes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, we're human. And I'm, and I truly don't believe we're going to be doing this deep, deep healing work forever. I really, truly don't believe that. Do I believe we're going to be growing and evolving forever? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's an infinite game, but I do feel that a lot of us came here to break these ancestral cycles and to clear out this trauma, this density. There's even some conversations I've been having around the, um, reversal of aging and the DNA up leveling. There's um, like our DNA has been so spliced and messed with. It's like a carbon-based DNA, but like the divine blueprint of a human being is a crystalline strand DNA. And so we're revert, like we are reverse aging and I do think it's possible. And so with that being said, there's going, we're going through like growth pains right now as a collective, as you know, team humanity and, and our, we're, evolving and growing and releasing all this stuff. And again, like going back to, do I think that we're going to be doing deep trauma work like forever? No, but I think that it's, it's like, it's time to acknowledge these things. And we have a space where maybe we didn't have 10 years ago, where we weren't so connected to do this work. And we didn't really understand how to do this work. It's becoming more acceptable. So we have like a space to where it's, it's kind of, it's starting to kind of become the like the norm which I love because it's so powerful it really is well yes Amanda absolutely I remember um years ago when I first launched my original network my I'm thankful network and stepping into my power I didn't even know what that looked like and and oh my god now I'm speaking my truth in front of thousands of people I don't even know what my truth is and the whole conversation I don't I'm just using this as an adjective the woo-woo conversation but the consciousness, the conscious evolution has completely changed and evolved. Thank you so much over the last God, 20 years since I've been doing this. And then for me as well, I love seeing all the masculine coming in, stepping in the rink, showing up and doing the work. So they then too can you know, inspire other men to make those conscious choices as well and to be vulnerable and to have a safe space to do that. Yeah, it's happening. It's totally happening right now. Whether it doesn't seem like it or it isn't, like I truly believe it's happening and it's just beautiful because really at the end of the day too, it's about our inner balance of like that 
feminine and masculine energy, because when we don't, when we're imbalanced in one area, like when I was in law enforcement, I didn't even know what it meant to be in my feminine. I was all in my masculine. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's really just this inner balance of like both and, and really just getting to the root of what has caused you to not be able to just be in your own essence. Cause as kids, most, most of the time kids are very, uh, their innocence is like palpable. Like they, you can, yes. you can just like, see, like they look at like something so trivial to us and they're just like, they see like the magic and the magnificence yeah. in it. Yeah. And so we, again, with like the templates that are in place on, or have been, it's like, we, sh- we, you know, we almost squelch that innocence and we, you know, be like, we, we do the thing where it's like, okay, now you have to go to school and you must sit at this desk and you must raise your hand. Like we take away all the innocence, all the playfulness. And I do feel like a lot of that stuff is falling away. And then it's like, okay, now you go to college and you pick a major and you get a job and you get a mortgage. So you can be a slave to the mortgage. Then it's like, it's like this modern day slavery template. Like it really is. (laughs) And it's that mold is like, not we're, we've outgrown it. Like we're, it's not going, it's going away. Like it really is. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Okay. So, um, soul alignment manifestation, there was something that you said a minute ago. So, oh, it was the masculine and feminine. I was having this conversation the other day and let's bring some awareness into that for the audience and people that are listening define what that means, masculine and feminine energy and how that shows up as a 3D practicality in people's world. So they understand what we're talking about when we say masculine and feminine. Yeah. So the feminine, um, at least from, I'm just sharing from my experience. I'm not, I don't claim to be like a a knowing everything here. Um, But the feminine left side of the body, like it's the feminine's all about like intuition and flow and playfulness. And it's like those very, um, just like light, vulnerable, like the essence of the feminine and the masculine is very like action oriented, like that more fiery energy. And, um, just it's the right side of the body, like just, um, being able to just like step into our truth and take that inspired action and, Um, it's, you know, that very physical, um, grounded energy. And so when we have an imbalance as I did, (laughs) I, it, it, um, causes these, um, I guess I don't want to say issues, but it causes challenges. So I had shut off my feminine when I was younger, because being in my feminine, I labeled as not safe. I had to be in my masculine to keep myself safe. I had to be like, it was all around, like, again, going back to that conversation around safety and not being able, like I, I, there were so many years where like my throat chakra was so closed. Like I was not able to like speak my truth. And I was like, what does that even look like? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Like just that, because it was like, I didn't, it wasn't that I, um, didn't know it wasn't that I didn't know who I was it was just so clouded by all the stuff that I was like I needed to have this remembrance of who I was yeah and so I was even that kid in school where if there was like a project where you had to do like an oral presentation like I was not having any of that like I would like drop the class or whatever oh yeah terrifying to me oh yeah totally (laughs) totally I'm like "Mm -mm, no no because it's our way of keeping ourselves safe right like when it's that kind of stuff is like 
oh gosh, well, I'm wide open here and I'm vulnerable and I don't like understand these things. Like I didn't, my, my power center was all jacked up. Like I didn't, you know, like if someone said something like unkind, it was like, it would wreck my world. Whereas like, now I'm just kind of like, okay, cool. Like that's your, your opinion, whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm not for everyone. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And then you add, well, it's the safety and then the codependency and I'm oh, a yeah. people pleaser and all that other stuff that, yeah, all that, because it becomes that people pleaser and the codependent becomes that safety mechanism too. Right. It's keeping us safe because of the environment. Oh God. I, yeah, that's a whole nother conversation. Oh yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah. And it I've is. learned like with, so with my like abandonment wound. Um, and I do feel like this last month I was getting to the bottom of it. I'm like, I have to have gotten the nucleus. I mean, I don't know what else is there like to cry out <laughs> possibly, but it would continue to get reflected back to me Yes, from all my, the, all the, <clears throat> all the significant, like people that I date, like the, those deep soul connections. And, 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 uh, it's just so interesting because I see it time and time again with those, like soul connections to where you're like, gosh, I've known you before. Like this feels like so familiar. And then you have these dynamics to where it's like, it reflects that back to you. And it's like your deepest fear, because sometimes I feel like our deepest fear isn't even death. It's like these, no, these wounds. It's, it's like uh-uh. the, de- the death that's like, that's a sideshow compared to like the <laughs> abandonment and the, you know, unworthy and the oh. you know, loss of a job. It's just like raising three oh. girls. Yeah. Blah, 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 yeah. Blah. <laughs> it's it's so interesting and fascinating to like talk about and because it just it's so true and I see it time and time again in myself and other people I'm like I don't think my worst fear is even death (laughs) oh no 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 that's actually a vacation yeah right it really I mean and I talk to dead people all the time so it's not and I know what that world (laughs) is so it's not I'm like oh because I have a completely different take on the death of the human body because I, I speak to those that have crossed over and I've been you know that energy and that frequency for years so living in our 3d 3d world and that contrast that contrast of white black purple orange cold hot sharp soft whatever the adjective is that you want to bring up the abandonment versus love or acceptance versus, you know, all of that. It's that contrast. That's why we're here because we have a soul's contract that we're here to be learning and to be evolving. That doesn't mean bigger, better, or greater. That's just an evolution and an expansion of energy. It doesn't mean I'm any bigger, better, or greater. It doesn't mean Amanda is or anybody that's been doing this work. We're just here to be the conduit and to offer the education and the information. And, and the audience knows with here and what I talk about, it's new perspective, new thoughts, new ideas. It's a new you. It's like you 2.0. We're just giving you the information. So audience... And to those listening later, if there was something in here that kind of was a thorn in your your tush or there's that squeaky wheel, something's questioning, your soul's essence is saying, hey, let's go look at that. Let's go take a look at that. That's why we, yeah, that's why we question those things. And I want to point something out that you had mentioned because we were talking about, you know, like the the contrast, right? And like those division templates when we have the charge around those, at least how I've come to understand them is when I have that charge around like the, you know, the person leaving or even what's going on in the world and I'm feeling charged and, and it's like at the end of the day, triggered, charged, triggered, whatever it is, upset, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
um, if I'm feeling those sorts of things around that, it's like, okay, where am I actually not at peace and unity within myself? Because all of these things, and I mean, this is another rabbit hole that, you know, is for another time, but just like the, the things, again, we talk about the conditioning and, you know, the things that have been put in place on this planet to create this division and all these things, you know, again, with like even just race and, and politics and all these things, it's like, that actually keeps us further and further away of where we actually, where the, it's like, it's like that, um, illusion of we're focusing on like the thing that actually isn't the thing (laughs) when it comes back to that, like peace and unity within, then it's like, almost like the other stuff doesn't exist. Like the stuff going on in the external world, half the time, I feel like I live in a bubble because I'm like, it, I don't, I don't feel anything towards it. It's so weird. And I couldn't say that it, uh, you know, six months ago, I was charged as hell about stuff, but I, I couldn't at this point, I'm like, I just am so neutral. I'm like, this is actually kind of weird, but I'm like, I'm going to go with it because it feels better than being charged. Yeah. And then then you tick people off because you're not having an emotional reaction. You're not being triggered. Yeah. And it goes back to, and, and again, triggered is all about the person being triggered. It's not the individual triggering you. They're not that the trigger, the, whatever that is, it's all your responsibility. It's you showing up and taking accountability and responsibility for how you are responding, being triggered, whatever that's happening, because it's something in you that's being triggered, not the other person. They may have said it to show you the mirror just so you can bring it up. Uh, And I like having this conversation because there's so many times and maybe you have had this experience. Why are you triggering me? Why are you pushing my buttons like that? And it's not it's you had the experience, meaning maybe you and I, Sue and Amanda are having this conversation. You had the experience. It's in your body from, you know, five years ago, you're being triggered because of something that I'm showing you. I'm not purposefully doing it. And then you have to stand in that space and hold space and have that conversation. Of, mm, no, that wasn't me. You want to have that conversation. Let's do you want to unpack that? You want to drop that bag. Yeah. We kind of totally went on a different rabbit hole, but <laughs> yeah, I think it's important though. It's <laughs> super important. And I, I feel that it's been, I didn't like, I'd heard the term, like the mirrors and all that so many years yeah. ago. And I was like, okay, I didn't quite understand it the way I understand it now to where obviously I do not condone any, any type of like abuse or any of that. Oh, like, gosh, that's no. a totally that's a different totally conversation, different, yeah. right? Like that's yeah. like, we're not talking about that kind of stuff. We're talking about when we're in our unconscious and when an event, something happens and it causes us to feel some sort of way, I've come to as like crazy as it may sound. I'm like, like, I'm like, okay, this is kind of a gift. It's shining the flashlight, it's shining a light on. I'm like, it's, it's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of like an undesired gift, but it's like, if I can then lessen the you know, like if I can get that, release that out of my body, just by being, having presence and awareness, if like that, that's just even another, a level. Cause not everybody, like, I, I would think that people even listening to the show, you have the awareness, you're doing the work and you have the awareness to be able to be like, Hey, look, this just, something doesn't feel right. Like, let me just actually, instead of reacting, let me just pause for a moment. And let me just feel like what I'm feeling even inside my body. Like, do I have a lump in my throat? Like, am I feeling some sort of like heavy vest on my chest? Like, 
Am I feeling something in my hips? And just even bringing an awareness oftentimes neutralizes it and allows the release of our need to Mm. be exerting our ego and our unconscious over it. And I'm getting chills as I say this, because it just shifts the entire, the entire thing, because then you're actually like, okay, like I'm actually in my own, I'm in my own empowered space. And I'm like, just seeing this from a different perspective. And sometimes all we have to do is see it. We don't have to change it. We don't have to fix it. We don't have to solve it. It's just like, okay, cool. And then a couple of minutes later, you're like, all right, cool. Now I can go about my day and I don't feel that anymore. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So I love this conversation. So my niche, and I have spent years, um, overcoming my own shiitake, overcoming and creating my mindset And my niche, my specialty is creating, uh, whether it's energy healing, whatever, whatever the modality is, it's real life, real time, practical mindset tools and hacks to self-regulate. And and going back to what we were talking about, you first have to have the awareness that you're even being triggered and standing in that. And that's brave work. I think you will hold, I mean, that is- huge brave work. And you, we talked about this at the top of the hour. It's, it's not really for the faint of hearts. We're going to jump in, find some people to help you with those life preservers. But I think we chose it too, at the end of the day, because I truly oh think we could have incarnated totally. ten, hundred years down the line when I do think we're on the cusp of this golden age. Like this is like your soul means business. <laughs> uh-huh. Now is the time. Yeah, yeah. There's a huge conversation that's been happening. If things have been, you know, it's like that percolating. Yeah. Like I truly believe if you're here right now, listening to this, you wanted to be a part of this journey and the shift. You didn't want to show up when we were all, you know, on the beach, having a, having a good time here, (laughs) which is coming. I truly think it's coming. We're going to, you know, we're creating some magic, but yeah. yeah. Create magic. We've got a couple more minutes here. Um, Remind people how they can get hold of you, how they can work with you, Miss Amanda. And then we can end it in, uh, we're at 52. So we've got about five more minutes or something like that. Yeah. I, my website is just my name, amandamonier.com. And I have some freebies on my website, like a couple different. Um, I do have one, the uh, immune, I have an immune system healing recode on there. So it's all about like health and vitality, but we go through like some, some clearing of some stuff. And I know a lot of people are experiencing physical symptoms and things like that. So yeah. So um, I do one-on-one sessions for now. I'm in the process of my business partner and I are actually, we're, we're wanting to just impact as many people as possible. So we're starting a a masterclass to where, so kind of the, some, well, I do a variety of modalities. It's kind of all into one. So it's, I, I have, I haven't put a label on it, but there's like a, I use a recode on some of it. So it's like kind of around like rewiring the brain and the energy field. So it's, we're going to be doing those on our masterclass as well as other energy work. I do energetic allergy healing. So that's all around like a lot of the physical body stuff. Cause we can have an allergy to actually anything. It's just us not being in harmony with whatever it is. And then so, adding am- inflammation, all the absolutely other, all the conversation. Yeah. 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 So, so the um, details on my masterclass will be coming out here pretty soon, but that'll all be you know, on my social media and my website, I do, I I'm not a huge social media person, but I have like an Instagram and, and stuff like that. So, but my door's always open. Like I'm just so passionate about helping people and, you know, wherever you're at, like sometimes it's a time to do the inner work alone. And sometimes it's the time to reach out for help. So I just, it's like honoring wherever someone's at in their journey. And, you know, some days I'm like, I need help, you know? So, Oh yeah. <laughs> it's oh, yeah. just, um, 
it's always like, I always tell people like, just trust like your, your gut, your heart. And if you don't know like what that is, like you do deep down, you really do know, like at the end of the day, like we know what's best for us. And it's just like, sometimes even just dropping into your heart and just bringing your focus and energy into your heart, it bypasses all the mental chatter. And then you actually do have more of a direct channel to your higher self, to your soul, to all that wisdom, because it's, it's just, it's innate, it's within you. And it's just all the other stuff, all the fuzziness, like all the static that sometimes clouts that. And you can really just make the choice and even ask for help, like whatever your guidance system is, again, like God, source, universe, like your higher self, like there have been plenty of times where I'm just like, again, like I don't have all the answers and I need help. I need guidance. Like I don't, I don't know like what the right next step is. And sometimes maybe that's just doing nothing at the moment. And so it's just like you really starting to trust yourself and use everyone's intuitive. So I refer to it as like an intuition muscle. Like we, like we would train at the gym, right? Like we get better at it and we get more that muscle memory. And like we get more confidence when we, when we do things like, and, and, and just start to really even um, just starting to trust yourself again, because it's just important to have that foundation because when we look to all the external stuff, to everybody else, to give us those answers again, like support and help are great. But then it's like, but what do you want? What do you think? What do you believe? Like what lights you up? Like coming back to that fundamental foundational um, question. And that's really, again, what heart and soul alignment is all about and, and coming, bringing it kind of full circle is just that, that going within and really just cultivating that within yourself and reaching out along the way if you need help. So Absolutely. And Amanda can do that. I can help too. New perspective, new thoughts, new ideas, and new you. This has been a juicy, yummy conversation. Um, what are you thankful for? Oh man. Well, right now I'm looking at my dog. He, he is actually, my dog's butt, his name is Buddy and he's four and he's, he's just, I'm so thankful for him. Like every time, like I look at him, my heart opens and it just feels so expansive and he's just gotten me through some very emotional times. And so I am, I am so thankful for my dog as cliche as that might be like, he really is just like my family. So, (laughs) oh, I'm with you on that one. I've got mine, my Levi. I'm yeah. And he's, he's right here and he's like, come on, mom, let's go run. Right. Smell and do my thing. All right. With all of that, you guys, Amanda, this has been an absolute treat. I love having this conversation, um, energy healing, the, all of the modalities, just bring it all in um, and bring it into your heart, show love, have the CCs in life, something I've coined, it's compassionate curiosity, get compassionate and get curious with yourself and the other party. And it takes that sting, it takes that charge out of it. Yeah. I will have all this information on my social media about getting a hold of Amanda. If you'd like to join her masterclass, talk to her. Um, go to her website, all that stuff is going to be listed in the newsletter. And of course, in social media as well. And I think that's it. Benny, thank you so much. Amanda, thank you very much. Thank you so much. It's been Yes, it has. Thank you. All right. Until next week, you guys, uh, each of you are a gift. Get out there and share yourself with the world. If you like the show, help more people find us by adding your review of the show on iTunes. The more reviews we get, the more people we can reach with this inspiring message on the Gratitude Cafe. Simply search for Gratitude Cafe in iTunes, hit subscribe, and add your honest review. It would help us immensely and we'll be forever grateful. It's one of the best ways you can give back to the show with your review.
Thanks for tuning in to the Gratitude Cafe. Don't forget, every week is a new show, and you could submit your questions at sulonquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe. The show goes live at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time in Seattle on Seattle's Alternative Talk AM 1150. You can also call in to the show at 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569. Find the live streaming link at sulonquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe. We'll see you next week.